freedom so close I can taste it. It is right through that door. But now I've looked Havis Corvair in the eye and I feel these pulls, these ties to this world. I've left so many to death and destruction, but never an entire world. I don't think I can do it. Which leaves only one option. I'll have to save this world before I leave it forever, one way or another. All right, Dungeon Dads, let's do it. Oh, let's yeah. do it. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock. You're listening to Dungeon Dads, Every War Must End. I'm joined as ever by John Watson playing Ionis Silhavine. What's up, John? I am super excited. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You and me both. <laughs> I should have prepared a little bit more. <laughs> I'm going to let the magic take us, though. Tim Carr <laughs> playing uh, Phil Near Omajira. What's up, Tim? What's going on? I'm going to have to get back to my uh... cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I can't wait. I can't wait. That, I, that was so awesome. It was episode. so good. It was so good. And I have, I have one. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Save it for the pod. Oh, wait. I'll just say it for the rest of the pod. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Sam Frank playing Schnobick the Bastard. What's up, Sam? I got the magic in me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, fellas, this is, I, I don't know. This is like, we are in in-game territory now. I, mm-hmm. I think you know it. I know it. I feel it. Um, last episode you you put up the hut you got your rest in the mine where abel died and um after a long conversation with grigley about helspeth and havis and i think you've kind of exhausted and extended beyond his knowledge now which i think is a very interesting position to be in um Schnobik called havis corvair to come and he was I think everything that was promised and maybe a rarity in this world that we have been building together. Like this was not a, this was not a guy who's not a bad guy. (laughs) 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 This is a bad dude. (laughs) Tom finally committing to evil, (laughs) finally committing to it. And, um, and I mean, the only, the one thing I'll say, the one thing I'll say is like, you know, what's a guy going to do who's conceived by an illithid? Um, and, you know, so he did. He does have his he own. He was born under a bad sign. He was know? born in a bad sign. He has his own issues to overcome. The only thing I will say is that I think hopefully from that interaction you had with him, you realize that it's not the illithid nature in him that is making him do this. It is the 
sort of unbridled power and understanding of the way all of these things interlock Mm -hmm. that has made him, I mean, a little bit insane, I think. Um, A little bit like it's hard for him to acknowledge that anyone that doesn't sort of see the weave the way that he does, um, he not it's like beyond not respecting them. He sees the bigger picture, and it's very hard to understand the pixelated version of all of these like things. It has creatures. destroyed his perception of the value of this plane and everyone in it. And everyone in it. That's right. That's right. Um, so we left last time after Schnobick told James to uh, attack. And he bit into him, and it was quickly apparent that this was just a clay golem. And I think we should pick up right there. James rips into this golem, bites into it. Uh, He begins to recoil, and the golem disintegrates on the ground. And as the golem is disintegrating into dust, you hear the voice of Havis Corvair say, Enter the Vantunan. If you dare, I care not. James, James, put that down. That is not nutritious. (laughs) Oh, master, it's very bad. It's very bad. I've heard of... Spit it out, spit it out. I've heard of very recent uh, vampire born wanting to eat dirt, and this has got to be worse than that. (laughs) Oh, master. What, What was that, master? It was a trick. It, it, I, as his voice faded, I could feel, I could feel the clay. It, it just disappeared. Look, look, it's not even a pile on the ground. It's but a few handfuls. Yes, we will have to find him where he lives. Burn his house down. Well, James can handle uh, a little bit of cooking. I guess. Yes, James. Imagine it. We will have wanton slaughter and people will praise us as heroes for it. I do not care about being a hero, but I look forward to the wanton. You have to admit it would be nice, James. Well, I do remember when I was on the battlefield and the men were behind me and were cheering me on and I was ripping people limb to limb. It it was nice to slake both of my favorite things. Do you think we have it in us to do one more good thing? You should not even ask me. I do what you want, as you know. Indeed. Well, I am happy of one thing. Havis is an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. One of the first times that I've like, damn, he needs to die. Uh, Meta question. When when we uh, killed Havis before, his belongings remained on our plane and he vanished? Or I know we did like the whole Obi-Wan thing, so... That's right. His things that he had with him all fell to the ground. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. 
his I, I think I think he actually had multiple iterations of this because he actually turned into the illithid in front of your eyes and um and w- when he did that the light armor the the studded leather armor that he was wearing sort of morphed into a robe and what was left was a robe not not Got it. Uh, okay. uh, not the armor yes right so that was more of an illusion yes uh, yeah, yeah a facade or whatever okay yeah i'm just just thinking thinking about our options and what happens if yeah, but none of that happened here. He right. was no, not I know. there. I know. Yeah, he was not there this time. This is about what happens next, Tom. Yes. Okay. Oh, this, I, uh, is, this is if we don't I'm go through the door. To admit it, but I believe we could make use of some allies. And there's only one I can think of at this point who's powerful enough to aid us, and who will almost assuredly be willing. Snowpick, I think I'm tired of your choice of allies. Then tell me who else can help us but the pyromancer Helspeth. I still don't believe that's a good idea. She and Grigley are just as much to blame as anyone else. Yes, but she is the only one we know who is invested in keeping this world. In keeping it sound. Is, is she? She's been lying to everyone. She could have told us that Havis was an illithid. We could have dealt with it. Yes, well, she was conflicted, clearly. But she's not conflicted about keeping him here and keeping this world intact. Do we know that? I mean, let us not forget that they were lovers, right? That was the claim, that they... Was this sick mother-son... I... 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 We I can't. We don't know we don't know what their relationship is. All all we do know is that she is not giving us all the information she knows. We should confront her. I don't know if we need her help. I personally would like to go through that door and find out exactly what is controlling Filnir so that we can get control of this whole realm. And then maybe find a way to get Filnir out of this mess. But aren't I controlling Filnir? Are, are I you? Filnir. Have you been controlling Filnir? I've seen, tw- mm. I've seen two times where you were not in control. Two. Mm, very well then. After you, brother. I walk in. <laughs> <gasps> Wait, Wait, we need the Robert Hark first. Yeah, gotta have the Robert Hark. Yeah. Well, I, how do I get? I, it's not. It's not working. What? Had, what did he say? Put the. Who has uh. the Robert Hark? Who has the Robert Hark? I think I do still. I think, yeah, I think you do. <laughs> and he told you that yeah, so that put the, the, you, you put it in and then you, you actually, it becomes a lever. You, leave it you pull in. it down. No, you don't leave it in. You don't leave it in. Uh, can't leave it, it in. in. You'll break it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, uh. Do you want to go in, Filnir? <laughs> I think that might be the strangest thing I could ever imagine. Yes. Perhaps, perhaps it is safer for Ionis to try first. Uh, and uh, then he can come out after a few minutes. Stay out here. Maybe we can call anything in there out. If anything is in there. I would love to have it out. <laughs> what, am, am I behaving cat-like? <laughs> no. Um, these are the only tactics I know for... Drawing a skittish thing to me. 
Is see. it working? <laughs> I'm here, Master. Uh, that was very good. <laughs> I um, I was just there, and then you're... I don't know. There was something in the way you did that. I Very good, James. And I sort of pat his bald head. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, just, just put it in. Don't leave it in. No, I will not leave it in. Uh... <sighs> Very well. And I'll pull out the Robert Hark and look at it and look at where it goes. And Filner kind of has like a cold sweat in this moment steals himself and just puts it in there, feels it click into place. and says, Ionis, are you ready? Ready. If I don't do this now, I don't know if I will. And I pull it down and then pull it out. So as you pull it down, the actual pressure of pulling it down moves the door in the exact, the exact amount straight down that the Robert Hark lever sort of moves. Mm-hmm. But you can feel once it moves that much, it's going quick. It's sort of like, it's like you, it took a lot of force to pull it. And then now it's like this stone is falling. Uh, and so you, you, you really quickly pull it out and, uh, and the thing just thuds down and, and then you see that it sort of rises back up a little bit. And now the door, which just like fell. And is obviously a multi-ton door. I mean, we're talking 10 tons at least thick, three to four feet thick of stone. It looks like it's sort of bouncing almost. It's like kind of bobbing a little bit up and down at the bottom of the, of the thing. Almost like, almost like it's floating at the bottom. But it doesn't, it's not rising and closing itself back up. No, it's sort of like you heard it hit the bottom and now it's almost like it's almost like there's magnets on the bottom and the top that are like polarized against each other and now it's like finding its equilibrium but it's like it's it's moving a lot but it's you know uh, half an inch up and down but it doesn't it's like not slowing down it's like really it's moving and and if you touch a you you know no one's touched it yet but if you do touch it, it you'll be able to move the door down to the bottom and then it will pop back up not all the way up, just an inch right, at the bottom. Okay. So I can't step over it yet. You can, you can. It's, I mean, it's, it's basically like just a threshold now, um, and uh, it is total darkness in this room. Uh, you I can draw see my sweet lady. Nothing. Do I see anything looking through it? You, God, devil sight. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Give me a perception check. It's not just dark. I'll tell you that much. I mean, Um, I got a range of 120 feet for what that is. Okay, well, you'll see everything that's here. Give me a perception check. God damn it. Okay. 23. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Good enough. No, it was a 25. No. Um, So even though it's crazy dark in here, it's the same kind of darkness that that is created with your, um, what is the spell that you cast that the hunger of Hadar? Mm -hmm. It is that kind of darkness and concealment. Okay. Um, what do your elf eyes see inside? You see, uh, you don't see any creatures. You just see sort of, you don't see a 
floor or a ground in this area at all. Like you can't, there's nothing there. Like it maybe looks like it goes down? It, you, it, like that would be a reasonable assumption if this was a reasonable place. Um, there's also no ceiling or up. And there doesn't seem to be any walls at all. Um, but there is a station. And the station is a seat with two large furry globes <laughs> where hands would be like armrests. Oh, but the globes themselves like extend down probably eight feet. This is like a four foot radius globe either one of them and they are um they sort of sandwich this small chair uh yeah it's so a perfect a size small for you chair it's pointing straight up and then there's two hairy globes <laughs> on either side of it <laughs> yes that's about right yeah good imagery there good imagery <laughs> ionis i don't see anyone in there what do you see? I I see nothing. Uh, uh, yes, it is dark. Um, I think you will be okay. There is a station. Um, how many feet down? Say like 40, 50 feet down. Yeah, that sounds right. Straight, right. straight in, straight if, in. If you walk in about 40, 50 feet, I think it is the, a place for you to sit. And uh, what Grigley said was, uh, uh, remember like in the cave, the, um, uh, the controls, you put your hands in. Um, they think they are furry, hairy, perhaps. You've got They're, to be joking. I, it wouldn't be unlike me, but in this case, I'm not. Um, I, um, I'm going to... Saber is going to appear in front of me. Okay. And he's going to walk into the darkness, and I'm going to put my senses in him to see what happens to him. So... I have not thought Does about he stand this. On I have not thought about this, Joe. Does Saber get to control Filnir? So no. Um, well, kind of. Um, so Saber appears in front of you, walks the five feet to the door. Your senses are still in him, and how far do your senses go? Hundred feet. Hundred twenty feet. Hundred feet. Hundred feet. And so you can't sense where you are. Is that right? Like you are 100% in him. He's like right. blind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm blind as Ionis. I am Saber walking into something. Okay. Saber walks in and you are immediately in a, uh, a small forest grove. And... There is a delicious, delicious smelling um, fruit. It smells like a mango that is rotting, but Saber, through Saber's senses, it smells absolutely delicious about four feet inside this grove. And Saber turns around to look, and like it's just forest grove all around you. So I, I tell I I say to the guys probably too loud because I I don't think I can. So you're gonna see get out here. of sabers. You're gonna well, go I'm out gonna of say sabers. to it, I'm gonna say it first. I'm gonna say I appear to be 
in some form of grove or something. Ionis, Ionis, shh, shh. What? Echoes, you're, you're yelling. I appear, I don't know where. Hold on. And I, I, get, okay. I get out of Saber and I come back in. Wait, before you get out of Saber. Um, all right, so Filnir and Schnobik and James, you see Ionis brings up Saber. Saber walks to the front door, stops. About 30 seconds later, Iona says, Gentlemen, I see a forest grove, and I see a fruit that is um, rotting. And you get out of the senses, and Saber is standing at the door. Oh, shit. I just, I could have sworn that he had walked straight through. Yes, I could have sworn doors could not go into my brain. So, say, what happened? What did you see? Vilna, did you feel any kind of tickle? No. Did Saber walk in? Did we see him actually cross the threshold? No, we didn't, no, right, Tom? he did not cross. He stepped, well, so he stepped on the door. His face moved a little bit in the room, but not enough to obscure his face at all. So he did not disappear into the darkness at all. Right. No, he did not pass the uh, edge. Damn it. I walk in. Okay, the moment that you walk in, you are in a uh, a library, and there are people milling about all over the place, and they are all reading a book, and it's it looks like it's the same book. All of them sort of have have um, it's got a it's got a blue and purple cover with gold fringe all around it and a gold locking mechanism to lock it. They all are walking around with this. These are, I mean, lots of different races of people. The room is, the, the library room is, uh, is a sort of a grand hall, like a, like a church's nave. And the bookshelves go up and you can see that the bookshelves are full of this purple and blue and gold book. Uh, I, I try to pick one up. Yeah, it says it says um, the life and times of Iona Silhavind. What are we seeing on the outside? All right, I'll give it to you in one second. <laughs> uh, I, I try to open it. Yeah, so the very the very first page, um, it's almost like someone. It's like it's written like you speak, and the very first page says. When I was a lad, I had no idea what true power was. And then it goes on and you sort of flip through and, you know, it's like an embellished version, it seems, of events that happened in your life. Um, but it's even, there's a, there's a chapter on, you know, killing a young, um, a, a young hand, uh, you know, aid in, a, in, a, in an alehouse. So there are things that, you know, you have recently found out that are in this book. And, you know, you begin to flip through. Give me a, give me a, give me an Arcana check. 27. So you notice that like every chapter is actually the chapters are set up and like the first chapter is called. Uh, the first chapter after the introduction is called Skyrite. And it's a story <laughs> about, 
and that that one's a story of like of of you as in your first great adventure and it ends with essentially explaining to young wizards how to cast that spell and how to bend it to their own abilities and so each chapter is sort of laid out like all the spells that you have ever known so you have basically written this book as a as a book of magic that is you know as you're reading this you're like you imagine that you could have learned everything you know from this book it is super impressive um like you are impressed with whatever version of you wrote this book and um and like you are like really super self-satisfied and you start to really get into this book outside of the cave ionis you know you explain to him what happened with saber and he steps toward the door and he stops how long should we give him do i feel anything tom so you feel something now um low in the like base of your skull um you know you, you probably would have it's sort of like if someone says there's mosquitoes all over the place here like you suddenly everything itches yeah right like it's sort of hard to know if like there's actually a warmth in the back of your brain or if it's just that you just found out that there's a stone in the back of your brain that <laughs> that is also this room and but so you kind of feel that you do you sense that like that there's something different uh it's only been a moment let's let's give him some time i think i can feel where he is <laughs> <laughs> Curious. <laughs> uh, as I'm reading the book, can I look up and see? You know, I, I'm kind of, I kind of laughed to myself. Uh, I, I saw what happened to Saber, and I'm seeing now a a book that I probably wrote. So essentially, it seems to me like Saber and I are viewing our best selves, or you know, versions of our best life. Is there a doorway that I could walk through? Is there a way to push on? The nave is really long. Like, behind, you are in the middle of this place. So, like, both, um, you know, going north or going south, you walked in, like, you were walking straight in. And as you were walking, now it's like you're just, let's call it north. You're continuing to walk north when you see all these people. But behind you, you know, five feet, ten feet is not a door. It is just libraries behind you. It's like you appeared in the middle of this library. Okay. But is there, if I kept going forward, is there a door? Yeah. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like you're walking toward the front of the library. How far away is it? 50 feet, 60 feet. I mean, it's a long nave, but it's not a giant, it's not a giant library. It's, it's big. It's big enough. It's a, you know. For these times, this number of books, like there's no one in Montaire that has this number of books. Sure. Um, can I cast magic? I don't know. I would like to will myself to the door. Okay. Um, using what magic? Misty Step. Uh, yeah. You can cast Misty Step as normal. And, oh, and 
you go <laughs> what 30 feet 30 forward feet. yeah 30 feet 30 feet forward and you appear and uh um there's four or five people that are near where you land and they and they turn to you and and one of them says "Ooh, chapter six already <laughs> wonderful <laughs> wonderful i know this book is amazing is it not the great silver wind would be proud of you, I'm sure. I'm certain of it. <laughs> I, I just laugh and shake my head, look at the floor, and try to push forward past the guy, pat him on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and um, and yeah. I try to walk through the door. Yeah, so you get to the door. Um, you don't walk through it. You have to open it. And I'm assuming you do. I will open the door. It, it blinks black outside of this for a half second. And then you're looking out at um, a seaside town and you're up uh, on a small hill looking down on a harbor that's probably uh, a quarter of a mile away from you down this hill. Um, it does not look like Monterre. It does not look like any city you've ever been in. Um, but you're in the middle of a town, a major thriving town. Did um... And then what, what happens outside of me? Outside of you? What, what, do, you what mean? do Phil Neer and Schnovik see? Well, you don't get to know that. I should probably make this silent. I should probably mute myself. <laughs> mute myself. <laughs> um, all right. I don't so, know Phil Neer. He's been in there for quite a while. I, I'm yeah. gonna, how, how long has it been? It's, it's been about two minutes. Yeah, because time half, is slow inside, right? That's, yeah. I, I am going to say look this. Look at his face. How is his expression? Is it pain? I'm going to try to speak to them. Okay. I'm just going to, out loud, I'm just going to say, all right, I I was in a room with books, and now I appear to be in some city that I don't recognize. Are you seeing anything? I'm trying to move forward, but something is stopping me. And this gentleman stops and looks at you and goes, Oh, goodness, good sir. Uh, you should not read the chapter on teleportation before you have gone through chapters 17 through 37. Uh, shall I dispel you, sir? Dispel me. Okay. Whoa, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he casts on, he begins to cast at you. Uh, I'm going to counterspell that. Stop. Oh, what are you doing? Good, good gracious. No, sir, what, what, dispel me? What do you mean dispel me? What's happening? Where am I? In what, in what manner do you ask that question? What do you mean, sir? Where are you? I, you are outside the library. The, the Great Silverwind Library. Sure. What city is this? What city? Are you serious? Are you japing? I, I am not. This is the great city of Arm, of course. I just look around. All right. But you said you wanted to dispel me. What do you mean by that? Well, I figured you were like one of the other looky-loos who go into the library and begin to read ahead and do all manner of terrible things to themselves. You must go in order. That is the rule in Omn. We all learn the great Silverwind magic, but we must go in order. You cannot jump ahead. So I, I read the book in its entirety and then use the magics in the book. 
Were you not orientated? Of course I was. I just am a quick study and I get bored. One of them, I suppose. Well, back into the library then. I walk back into the library. (laughs) Wait, no, wait. Don't go back into the library like that. You must walk backwards. What? You must walk backwards, boy. No, forget you. And I push forward. Now now I'm pissed off. Okay. Alright. So so you get back in the library. People are still reading. Uh, You know, now you see that there people are doing things or like someone is like fire bolting under a table and you know a few people are cheering like it's it's very much like a court like a like a a royal court feeling in this place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone's testing out magics sounds like a trade show of yeah chapters <laughs> like yeah. oh this is the firebolt table <laughs> it's it's sort of like um you know in uh mary shelley's time um what's his name galvini it would go around with dead bodies and would like electrocute them and show, you know, all the like, uh, like onlookers that you could make, you could, you could, you know, using re-animate. electricity. You could, yes. You could <laughs> reanimate things. And, and so it's sort of, it has a feel of like people who have recently been exposed to this and are testing out everything. Yes. It's very much edutainment. <laughs> Heavy on the tainment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so back in the back in the cave, um, Ionis is still. St- I mean, still he's still he's he is uh, almost like he's per- paralyzed here in the front in the door. And no, none of the feelings have changed for Filner. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it. If anything, it's getting a little stronger. It, you, you you're now feeling like you weren't just imagining it. I all right. All right, all right, all right. And I sit down and I, I begin to cast a spell. Okay. Cast sending. Oh, smart. Some okay. Damned third level spell slots. <laughs> yeah, so John, cool. keep track of your spells. You are actually casting am, those spells. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I am checking them off. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried so just I'm gonna talking send to him first? A message Show. to Ionis. And I say, Ionis! Can you hear me? You are still at the threshold. Tell us how long we can pull you now or tell us when, how long to give you. So you hear that, Ionis. Okay. How long has it, ugh, I wouldn't be able to tell. Is there anything weird about how he's saying it? Does it sound slower? No. Okay. It doesn't sound slower at all. You hear it in your in your mind, crystal clear. Okay, I, I and just, you recognize it as Schnobik's voice and everything. Yeah, yeah. Should I, have said how long it's been for, from our perspective, but I didn't think about that before I sent the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just say uh, I I just I look around in total confusion and knowing that I need to talk to my comrades, I can respond to this, and I just say uh, I just say, pull me back now. All right, and I grab him by the collar and I pull him away from the... Okay, yeah, you grab him by the collar for sure. All right, when you touch <laughs> Ionis, <laughs> when you touch Ionis, um, you are 
you are now standing in the middle of a um shit. of a small a small <laughs> court of of Monteran nobles and um oh, what's his name um he's your friend he's your friend who was the boat captain um my friend or Ionis's friend is Ionis's boat captain who helped you at the water's uh, end into the world yeah water's end yeah he was not a day marode i don't believe when you you, so you're standing in the middle of this uh court room in clearly in monterre and uh wait a court room or a court room uh a courtly room it is a it is a reading room and this this young man who standing in front of you is is uh sort of reading a document and and it says uh to the king of Monterre and all of the Gilbrain we happily gift you these 100 horses along with the two boats that carried them here from Adair city thank you Schnobick, for your continued leadership is Ionis here? Ionis is not here. God damn it. <laughs> I did find the name Taryn Wassenbeck, by the way. Taryn Wassenbeck. That's it. Thank you. That's it. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Taryn <laughs> Wassenbeck. Yeah, Taryn Wassenbeck is also in this room. And he has he has ribbons. Wait a second, didn't I play Taryn Wassenbeck? You did. You did. <laughs> he has ribbons everywhere all over him. Good God, man. From, from great victories uh on on uh east and west rivers of of uh surrounding Monterre. I, I look at myself am i still wearing all my same clothes same you are not you are definitely wearing um Good question uh royal garb of the old Monterre. you are dressed like ionis's father well clearly we have both stumbled into the same defense mechanism I'm sorry, sir. What what was that? Would you like me to respond? This is Taryn Wassenbeck. Would you like me to respond to this, uh, to the to the great Prince of Adair and his gift for you? Wassenbeck, is that you? But of course, sir. I would expect even a spirit of Wassenbeck, conjured by some magics, would know I have never trusted a single good thing that has happened to me. Ha <laughs> <Zah>, sir. <laughs> good one. Yes, uh, so shall I. Uh, Just silence. Just give me silence for a moment. The king needs silence, everyone. Bow your heads. No, you, no, continue silent. No, sir, sir, stop it. So here's my quandary, Wassenbeck. I have limited magical energies, and yet it shouldn't be too long before Ionis realizes that he is not being pulled out, and then perhaps he will send to me. Shall we wait for a moment? Uh, uh, Your Majesty, would you like me to respond? I apologize. It sounded... No, no, it was a rhetorical question. It was meant for other listening ears far beyond this plane. (laughs) Interesting. Um, And like everyone in this room is like a little bit freaked out, but also they clearly know you well enough to recognize that like... They should not fuck with you when you say outlandish things. Am I still a vampire? Um, 
you can check your fangs. As a, as you, a yeah, yeah. No, you are not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you feel the blood in your heart, and you feel all the things. Bold yet accurate insight into Schnobik's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we still waiting? Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, very well. I will tell Queen Luatul to uh, to continue waiting. She is at tea, and she was expecting you, so. Yeah, uh, yes. Please do not bring her here. Well, but of course. Can you think of anything that would make my time waiting less comfortable? Uh, I, sir, this is uh, not really. I I am, as you know, I am one who takes my pleasure straight up. Um, uh, <laughs> I do I, not wish to be seduced by this vision. Oh, and yet so, it seems I must abide here for a moment. Shall we get the rock chair? <laughs> Ugh, no, uh, that won't be necessary unless a longer stay seems inevitable. Ah, very, very well. With me, with me, uh, yes, you, General, too. Yes, yes, all, all of us. And they all, like, turn to you and they walk out the door backwards. So, Filnir, you mm -hmm. see, you know, you, you hear Schnobik decide he's going to pull his brother back out and he puts his hand on his shoulder, and then he's just standing there. He's just standing there. And do I see anything different inside the room past them? Um, no. So, I think that was just good manners, but we've now had two people tell us to walk backwards. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Picking up um, on it. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try a spell you guys haven't heard me use before, which is message, uh, which also lets you reply in a whisper. Uh, and so I'm gonna point my finger at Ionis uh, and just ask are you okay? Can you get out? Tell me if you want to leave. You can reply. And you hear that, Ionis. Uh, good. <laughs> Is Phil near going to try to pull us back? <laughs> uh, well, uh, well I, I do want to leave, but not to worry. Snoopy is I, I'm waiting for Snoopy to grab me now. And you hear that, Filnir. Well, it's a cantrip, so I'll just cast it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, let you have a full conversation doing this. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's the range? Because the range on that is 100, just like, 120 feet. feet creature within range, feet. And, it, and it's like a whisper back and forth. Um, Schnobik has gone in after you, but he has stopped much as your body has out here. Shit. All right. Um... <laughs> um, well, Phil, it appears that we are. Well, I, 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 I may be happy to do as well, but it appears that we are essentially living our lives as if we are ascended out of the Gilbrain. Old boy, are you now doing uh, communication with a god? Is I, that? Are you on divination now? Uh, is you it, are quite far advanced. Did I skip? Did I skip too far? I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me start at the beginning, and and I look around and I hang my head down and I walk backwards to where I started. Yeah. So you walk right back out the door. 
and you are with Phil Near. And Schnobick <laughs> remains with his hand like where it was, and he is like solid. He is not moving. Ionis, how did you just get yourself out? I, I, what should I tell Schnobick? I, 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 I walked... I walked backwards. I someone told me to do it. I thought it was ridiculous, and I ignored it. But now that you're telling me that Snowbick is stuck, look, I had to think. You of can something. see standing there, at the okay. precipice. All right. Can you do? Um, was it difficult for you to speak to me? No, not at all. Can you do that to him? It's more difficult you if I do it. Were in my brain. It was weird. It was uh, weird. I look forward to hearing about it, and then I'll message to Snowbick. Schnobik, Ionis has walked himself backwards to get out. You might do the same if you are interested in leaving. Well, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I walk backwards you, out the door. <laughs> and you walk back out and you have left the door. And Ionis, you still have the book in your hand. Whoa, the book that I Whoa. had? Whoa. Holy shit! I, I looked well, down. I, I said, "Oh, oh, Phil, Phil this what was is the, that? This was what this is... was when I walked in. I ended up in a library, and this was the book everyone was reading. Look at it! Look at it! I wrote it. Look!" I handed to <laughs> handed to Vilnius. What does it look like to me? It, it's it is a book. It is garbledy gook. Like you can't <laughs> make anything out of anything on any of the pages, but it is a book and the pages do flip and you can see that there are like occasionally drawings. Is it like wizard garbledy gook? It, like wiz- it- wizard garbledy gook. Yeah. But it's, it's like, but there are drawing, there's diagrams of things to do with your hands and things like that. So that it's real. It looks real. And right. some of it is, looks like what Ionis does. But it's like almost like it's in a language that you have never, uh, you've never seen before. Ionis, can you read this? It looks like a spell book. Is this yours? Uh, again, I I wrote it. Uh, get, hand, hand it over. I hand it back. Uh, I look at it. Can I read it? As it was, it's like yeah, you can. It's narrative. It's uh, you know stories of your life. Uh, some of them are total bullshit. Again, like it's the same. It's the same book. What is the content? The, the, this is I, I I've essentially done what I would do if I were to retire from the adventuring life. I re- you've written a memoir. I wrote a memoir. This is a book about me what and what it, I've done, a, and then it explains it's the spells. It's not not nonsense. What pictures of hands and and formulas that don't well. It shows people how to any, cast anything, my spells. I suppose. What is the final chapter? I flip to the final chapter. This is the end. <laughs> this My this chapter is uh, is um, is just titled "When You Wish Upon a Star." Oh, look, look! I I get ninth level spells. I get ninth level spells. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantasy. We have wandered into some magical defense mechanism. I would not trust anything that came from that place. Well, Schnobik, uh, what did what did you see? Hold a moment. What you May I the examine call? the book? I hand Schnobik the book. Okay. It's. Uh, I mean, you don't have like. What's I, the word? Uh, comprehend languages, I, or I draw my sword. 
and I smash my remaining hilt gem, which is the scroll comprehend language. No. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this, tell riddle me this, uh, um, vampire man. Mm-hmm. When you uh, are using comprehend languages, this is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Can you tell what language it is, or is it just like suddenly filter to your brain as though you understand it? It's the goo from Quantum Mania, bro. <laughs> the ooze. Drink the ooze. That's right, baby. <laughs> For the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface on which the words are written. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. The spell doesn't decode secret messages in a text or a glyph, such as an arcane sigil that isn't part of a written language. So it does not necessarily tell me what language it is written in. Okay, you can now read But I this. can understand it. You can read it. You can read it. It's as Ionis explained. It is real, and it is apparently written in a comprehensible language. Otherwise, I would not be able to read it now if it were merely some figment of your fantasy. Yeah, the the chapter that you have turned to is a chapter titled, When You're Handling the Pot, Wear Gloves, or Else You Might Burn Your Hands. So I'm just going to flip through the book looking for any mention of my name. Okay. Um, you know, the first thing you do is Google yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ionis, are we just going to stand here and let him touch these pages for minutes at a time? Hold a moment. It is vital that I verify that this is actual knowledge and not some... A minute a, minute a page while he's touching it. Yeah, right. Some arcane uh, <laughs> trickery. Yeah, I, I mean... Ionis, did, did Quigley say how to close the door? I, I think we have to take out the Robert Hawk and... and let it no, it's out. It's out. I didn't leave it in. I wasn't supposed to. Uh, I thought you were still holding um, it. You should get Saber back in case the door shuts. I mean, <laughs> I, I suppose he'd be fine. I didn't leave it in. I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is Saber still stuck? Yeah. I am going to... I'm going to go put my senses into him, and then I'm going to convince him to walk backwards. All right. Listen, this is a really big lift. Like, I don't know how you control these guys really like i'm not controlling him i'm just suggesting and he's like a muskrat right yeah but he listen so. he's a, he's a he's actually a he's celestial a mongoose, he's a celestial and he's a mongoose. but he's he's a spirit <laughs> he's not an animal he's a spirit okay all right can't you just bamf him out i could but i just want to not do anything yeah. spell casty yet oh okay so so um i'm gonna give you a mental animal handling check so <laughs> i'll let you use intelligence do you have do you have animal handling as a uh, proficiency no I, all right so that's, it's a straight that's, in I, he's check. not an animal he's a spirit that's okay i don't have animal an, handling. a mental spirit handling check <laughs> which check <laughs> are is you that? proficient in spirit handling <laughs> yeah yes this spirit um okay. no i mean I, I i you want me to do animal handling i'll, I'll let you do arcana okay I'll let you do Arcana. 17. Yeah, so uh, he backs up, backs around, and looks up at you, and God help you, he looks disappointed in you. <laughs> That's it. Yes, well, I know there's a puzzle that I need to figure out. but And he's got a piece of rotten fruit in his mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, Ionis, I, I, I don't really want to sit here for 
another 10 minutes. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. How? Wait a minute. <sighs> when, I, when I walked out of the library, they said I was in a place called Arm. You were in Arm. That's what they said. That's where the sword exists. Is that in the same realm as Waterdeep? Do I know this? Do we know this? Yes, you know this. Yeah. And you know that Arm is where the sword is. You know that um, they are definitely in the same plane that is in Faerun. Yeah, it is, Ionis. Yes. Here's what I believe. I believe that whatever magic surrounds this room, if we try to enter it, creates a world for us that is reflective of our most shallow and facile desires. And yet, and here's what I want to know, flipping through the book. I, I don't know enough to understand any of the magics, but sort of well, like burning memoir, hands. Burning hands is exactly sure, right. Sure. In, 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 but in the portions of the book that would be past where Ionis's life is now. Yes. Does it seem like anything really bad happened? So, um, you know, when you wish upon a star, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously you don't have time to read the whole thing. It takes you a minute per page. So I'm guessing you're doing the I'm super skimming. skim. I'm yeah. You're doing the super like, like light cover. Um, the story is he reshaped the world with it and can no longer cast the spell. And there's no mention of why one would need to reshape a world. And and was it a heroic feat? Yes. With a fittingly bittersweet ending? Yes. Well, it's it's written by me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is very much in his voice. To uh, Saber, it was uh, woodland and rotten fruit. To you, it is fame and uh, great exploits and the folk of the world hungry for your knowledge. For me, it was comfort in the underdark with my beloved. And yet, if your desire was to know these magics, and if this magic is strong enough, I do not know why in conjuring your desire it would not conjure the real thing. I do not believe you are really an arm any more than I was really in the Underdark. <laughs> you were in the Underdark? Yes. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Deception 14. versus insight. Mm, deception. Okay, here. Uh, my deception is a minus one. Nice. <laughs> Fourteen. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Roll again. <laughs> wait, wait, we roll it again? Roll okay. again. I thought it was ambiguous. Okay. It's ambiguous. It's going to be ambiguous, but I need to see. Oh. Twelve. Twelve. Sixteen. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's super hard to read him. I- Ionis? Of course it is. I have a very blank affect. But, <laughs> but, so you don't know if he's telling the truth. 
but you're really tuned into him and he seems different. Give me a perception check. This is going to be worse. 13. His skin is darker than it was when he was, when he first went in. Hmm. Oh shit. Everybody brings back something. Um, Snowbik, do you mind? I, uh, mind what? I'm going to, I'm going to gently turn his hand. I pull back. I'm going to, I'm going to just, but then I sort of let him do it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to turn his hand upward and I'm going to feel his pulse on his wrist. Give me a medicine check. What's going on? You had a book. You're in the library. Schnobik, you were in the underdarkies? Did you grab anything while you were there? Nine. It's hard to it's hard to find it's hard to find a vein in him. And it's not surprising that it's hard to find a vein in him. Yeah. yeah. I touched nothing and took nothing, as all cautious people should, but he's not cold. Can I mm. I don't know if this is even a thing. Can I look at his chest? I mean, he's got armor. He's armor. Yeah, but but can is it is it moving? Is he breathing? Hard, with a medicine check of nine. I mean, I'm just like maybe maybe he's breathing. Maybe he's not breathing. Well, I mean, maybe vampires breathe. I just don't know. <laughs> I am just what? What are you looking for? Maybe nothing. I just we we all came back with something and. I just, I don't know, oh. my, my brother seems to... I will also say I'm actually not wearing armor, but... Oh, you're not. <laughs> my brother oh. has a, a, f- a flicker of fire about him. No, well, I'm wearing mage armor. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, I, I'm just going to say, well, well Snoopik, I, I understand what you're saying, but Havis Corvair said that we, we could go in this room and ascend. And the minute we went in this room, we were transported to a place that we would have gone had we ascended. What if we were just simply shown the future? Yes, but I was not teleported to a place outside of this realm, as you were. I believe it was a fantasy. Mm, nothing more, and I, I caution against being seduced by it. I think this is something we must overcome. I think Filner's going to keep looking at the door. Yeah. Curiosity pulling on him. Perception check for you. Actually, wait, 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 wait. What's your, what's your, um, what's your, uh, passive? Passive, yeah. 16. Oh, God, that's really high. Someone's moving up behind you. From the door? No, from the cave. From behind you, yeah. Who goes there? And I'll turn around. James is like really close to you. Why? James, what? He says, You smell good. And I want to eat you. Schnobik. James. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> I saw Feel that coming a mile away. Feel it to me now. <laughs> John and I Filner goes invisible. Realize what's going on. All right. Uh 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 fuck. Uh wait, I want to try something. James, r- retreat a few steps. You're crowding Filner. Just like a moment. James does not think he will retreat. I'm going to squeeze his brain. 
Are you? James disappears. God damn it. Oh, sorry, wait. I apologize. James begins to cast something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Counterspell. Okay. Uh, what level? Fourth. All right. Give me a roll. All right. DC 17. DC 17. DC 17. As soon as he was like, he's brown, I was like, oh shit, he's not a vampire. Oh God shit, damn. that means. I did, that did not occur to me. I was so happy for my brother. All right, hold up. Was that, was that the reaction you were hoping for, Tom? I'm so excited. I don't know, I don't know how it could have been better. <laughs> John so and I excited. were simultaneous. He just oh shit. <laughs> James about to lose control and he thinks yeah. he likes it. Oh God. James is. Oh God. This is bad news. That's right. We got it. So Hold on. I, I'm, you said intelligence. I'm going to tell you, he, he is counterspelling you also, but he's doing it at third level. Okay. So, so he do you want me to, to roll? He's going to roll and you're going to roll. Right. He has, he has he to has roll the first, counterspell. Right? He has to roll the counterspell, my counterspell, but I can't counterspell because right. he's casting a seventh level spell, right? Yes. Right. And so. So I'm going to counterspell first. Yeah, last in, first out, right? Yeah, so. that's Wait, right. What that's level right. were you casting counterspell at? Fourth. Fourth. So DC 14. So he is casting his third level, so he has to get his DC 14 mm-hmm. and 12. All right, he fails. Whew. Okay, okay. So now I've got to counterspell the, the teleporter, whatever he's doing. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Oh, uh, man, I never put another counterspell in my ring. 21. <sighs> yes. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> it fizzles out, and we're an initiative. All right. He has slipped my control. We must kill him immediately. <laughs> this is Tom. Tom, Tom loves He's this. He's waiting for this. <laughs> He's like, get him out of their <laughs> pocket. Uh, no pity. Where the fuck is it? There, James, gotta go. Seventeen for Filner. Okay. And I don't know if you heard me. I did say Filner goes invisible, but I don't know if I got yep, that off. Yep, I, I heard it. I heard okay. it. Okay. 16. Okay. All right. All right. So, so here's what happened. Uh, Saber goes to the door. Stuck. Ionis goes to the door. Stuck. Um, uh, Schnobik touches the shoulder of his brother. Stuck. Ionis walks backwards. Schnobik walks backwards. Saber walks backwards. Um, you have a book, you have darker skin that's warm, and now Jesus is standing right behind Filnir and is look has has murder in his eyes, but also fear because he has realized that he is not getting away as easy as he thought. And Filnir, it is your turn. All right. Um hmm. let us pray to God he does not have another clone prepared. You would know. If you had a clone prepared. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you do that? No. We didn't have okay. a we haven't had a I mean, I did not, days anyway. I did not instruct him to create yeah. a clone. Okay. All right. I also don't know you can only create one clone at a time. No. Um you can create other f- clones, but it's weird because only one will take form. Mm-hmm. Um But and, they also need hundred and twenty days. Yeah, there's, there was another clone. You're 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 good. You're good on okay. this. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to I'm invisible, and I don't recall if he has blindsight or not. 
but I am going to uh, attack him. Do I get it? I get advantage. Yes. Um, you have. Let's see. I think he does have. No, he doesn't. He does not have blindsight. Okay, so I get advantage on this. Oh yeah, baby. Natural twenty. Holy That's so shit. fucked. Holy shit! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. I was actually going to do something different, and now that I got this crit, I, fuck, I was going to use the Faust Curse of the... You know what? I'm going to do that, because I think it's going to help us, because it's going to hold him. Um, so if we recall, we're going to go way, way back in pod episodes awesome. Awesome. to when Tom gave me Faust's Curse of the Routing Smite, uh, <laughs> where yeah. he has... I'm going to do 5d4 extra damage times two, because it's a crit. So 10d4 additional on top of my damage, but then he has to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 18, or he sees me as a hundred foot tall godlike creature and becomes frightened of me and can only grovel and say, please don't hurt me, great one. Uh, and he has to waste his action trying to make more wisdom saves at the end of, or at his, the end of his turn. His turn, okay. Yeah. Um, so this will hold him for a bit, hopefully. Uh, all right, so let me get my... Dice roller here. Jesus. This is for the crit. 28 plus 5. So 33 plus. Oh, I don't even have enough D4, so I'm just going to have to roll them a bunch of times. 10 D4. Yep. Slot machine. Another 22 damage. And that's just the wow. first hit. Oh my god! Wow. So should he make his his wisdom save? Now? Yeah, he's yes. gonna make his wisdom save now. All right. All right. Wait, let me check this here. What's the DC on it? Eighteen. Okay. Um. So. He failed, but he is going to use uh, legendary resistance to not fail that. <laughs> okay, he got him back. Huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, and then I have my second swing, but I don't have a bonus action anymore. So straight roll here because I am visible now. All right, nineteen. Um, let's see. Oh, he doesn't have his reaction because he counterspelled. Is that right? right? That's true. Fuck, that's a hit. Fuck. Uh, another 19 damage. Jeez. Oh my God. You know, I was, I was not rooting for him, but now that I'm like actually in initiative, like I want him to kill you guys. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, if you do the math here, like he has just been hit for, uh, was a 70, 33, 55 plus 19. So 74 damage, 74 damage. One round. That's <laughs> one turn. One turn. That's <laughs> fucked up. All right. Okay. Schnobik. <laughs> and my goddamn thing didn't work. <laughs> it's all good, Filner. <laughs> I think it's all good. I think we're gonna be okay. Uh, master, I, I I realize I realize I something weird happened. I'm back to myself now. Uh, master. Liar. No, master, I 
he has he has knocked me back into myself. I I apologize. I I don't know what happened. Maybe when you went in there, I was different realm, and I felt like you were not maybe my master anymore. But now I do. I now I know you're very much master. Wait, not his turn in way more than six hours. <laughs> master, master. <laughs> I can, and I can feel the connections. <laughs> Ionis, can you conjure water? And that's all. Pretty much all I've gotten. And then I'm going to, I draw, I draw my lady. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. At the end of, oh, oh, wait a second. Before you get to draw your lady or anything. I forgot. It's legendary actions when he's not on our team. (laughs) Uh, I believe he does. (laughs) But Um, he never used them when he was on our team. Uh well you didn't don't it, it's fine it's Shinobik wasn't micromanaging <laughs> it's enough fine. <laughs> um, uh so uh he is um casting and no one is gonna counterspell this I don't think no one can. I can't I don't have it okay Never you all are gonna take. All right, he disappears, uh, and there's this stupid thunderstorm. This this uh, explosion happens, and it envelops all of you. Uh, Saber is dead or disappears. Supersuckle Honeydew was not out, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, not out. So gone, gone now, gone now. Um, so it's a DC seventeen Constitution save. Filner got a six. Yes. <laughs> 25. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're going to take half of this. 21 damage. Um, so you'll take 10 if you save and 21 if you don't. Is it worth using a reaction to shave some of that off? Wait, how much How much if we save? If you save, it's 10. I don't think it's worth a first level spell. What kind of damage is it? Thunder damage? Thunder damage. I don't oh, think. Oh, no. You know what? Yeah, you can't. I'm going to use my reaction for Absorb Elements. Okay. Which I also now have. Does Absorb yes. Elements take care of... Uh, it gives me resistance. To, to Thunder? Yes, Thunder. And then I have that on my next swing. Okay. All right. All right. I got a 16, so I'll take the full 21. Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, or Thunder. Okay. All right. I'm going to do the same. So I'm taking five. Okay. But, well... Half of a half. Half of half. I'll eat this one. I won't eat the next one. He's a and and he reappears a hundred feet toward like is, kind of is there a hundred feet, feet of room in this cave? Ninety, uh, 90 feet. Um, is there ninety feet of room in this? It's cave? sort of like an angle, like you're at an angle, <laughs> and he gets in the hallway that goes up that had the remember the elevator uh, thing. You guys, I want to say this: you're in the same place now where Abel was killed. I just want to like make everyone remember that this is the place. Um, maybe you want to let him go because there's a lot of bad memories here. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> It is my turn now. It's still it's your turn. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm 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 checking one more thing. Okay. I am going to dash towards him, sixty feet. Okay. And then I will use my once per day misty step. Fuck. 
You're gonna get to, to close him. to close the last thirty. <sighs> I'm going to open my hand to unleash the darkness pebble. <sighs> okay. And then I'm going to action surge. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck this Ugh. motherfucker in particular. Now the question is three attacks or booming blade. I'm gonna I'm gonna go three attacks. Because this guy doesn't run away. He thundersteps away. Yeah. Um so Attack. Oh, and then I also get a, a 1d6 thunder on top of this. <laughs> on, on top of this first one, right? For absorb elements, it's just the next attack. First attack. 30. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is with Frostbrand. That's going to be 12 piercing and one cold plus four thunder that's 17 altogether oh master i am i'm telling you it's i'm back i'm back i'm I'm your james you're a dangerous animal and you must be put down natural one god damn he got to me he got to me (laughs) his pleadings one more just one more one more miss 14 I'm going to use a luck point. Yes. 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 <laughs> 27. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, that hits. Oh, these should all be with advantage. I forgot. Oh, no. Does he have? He does not have blindsight. We just he talked doesn't about have blindsight. blindsight, too. So, really, that luck point, if you roll a 12 and a 14, that's one roll. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Just, just. 12 damage. Yeah. What, how do you finish him? I sink Bezleth Lewitel <laughs> deep into his heart. And then, but I'm, I'm very concerned about what will happen now. Yeah, you should be. Because he is not mortal. He is a vampire. He's going to turn to mist. Which is why I needed Ionis to put him in some running water. Wait, what but about he... the water? <laughs> catch up, catch up. <laughs> not catch up water. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know any way to get sun sunlight down here. Yeah. I mean, there is a way, but you don't know. You 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 weren't in it. Yeah, no, he wasn't in it. How long do we have? But here's the thing. Either way, it buys us some time. And by the time he gets back to his grave and reconstitutes himself, this may all be a moot point. Does he have a grave? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that did For you guys sure. even put that together? We never set that up. Yeah. I feel like Snobik would have done it. But Snobik knows where it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do yeah. know where it is. Yeah. <sighs> James, we deal with you another day. And I sink, sink Bezleth deep into his non-pumping veins. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you see him. What if you leave it in? <laughs> it sinks in and, and it surprises him how quickly this all happened and you know him well enough, you know, like Mm -hmm. that he begins to turn to, to, to smoke fog 
and you can make out the last little bit of his face and his voice, and he says, this is so, so interesting. I don't even need a clone master. And I <laughs> and <it laughs> blow floats. it away. It floats away. All right. Ugh. Before that happens. We have no time to spare. Oh. Before that happens. <laughs> um, can I get to a furry ball? Uh, may reach in your pants. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. <laughs> or sorry, your robes. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I start digging around in my robes for a furry ball. No, one of those orbs that the, um, that the yeah, uh, Alhoun used to use. I mean, the closest one to you is uh, over close to where James has just been, had been sunk, has had the thing sunk into him. And, oh, there and, is one nearby. So how far, yeah. how far away is, how far away is he? I mean, the, the, you said the furry 90 ball feet? is probably the furry ball is probably 110 feet away. Yeah. All right, but you said James te- teleported 90 feet, and he got okay. Uh, it's fine. I'm gonna cast watery sphere on the mist. All right. It's a good thought. What does watery sphere do for those of us? It who is. It is a sphere of water that is. Um, it has a five foot radius, so ten feet across, and it traps it, it traps whatever my target is inside it. And when the minute Snowbick says cast water, I remember that I can cast this and it, it just swirls around in a circle. So it's running water. It's a sphere of it. And I wanna in <laughs> encase the the I wanna it, encase the smoke, the mist inside of it. Right, and it's a ninety foot it, uh, the range is ninety feet. I mean, unless that water is at equilibrium, it's definitely moving inside. I don't know how forcefully it's moving inside. Let's see. This is a hard one. So, okay. So, here's the... Here's uh, there, the... there are two separate questions here. Yes. Which is, does the watery sphere count as running water <laughs> and, and from right. what i can see here I, I i don't know i don't then I mean, the other I, thing is can a watery sphere restrain mist so 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 i think the answer to the second question is the only one that matters for me mm-hmm. because the misty escape which is a vampire feature would have been prevented by the running water he's already been, done it and, but he's already done it, uh-huh. right? So, uh-huh. so I think it's a really good idea, and I appreciate the use of resources more than you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, really good idea. Um, there is a very good chance that he cannot make it back to his grave within two hours. So, I mean, this is this is what you. I mean, and and Shinobik would also know that as well. Um, it is, uh, he is many miles away from his grave and I don't believe he can cast Misty, Mist gaseous form is slow too. Yes. It's like, slow. He's, I would say he's days away. Yeah. So I, I think like this campaign is going to be done before. He yes. <laughs> I don't, I, and, and, and he only has two hours to get to it or he's destroyed. Oh really? Yes. Oh, Misty escape okay. doesn't last. I didn't so know that. I, I didn't know think, that either. I think, James, bye bye. Uh, I think he's dead. 
Pour one out for James. Yeah. We hated that bastard. (laughs) (laughs) And I kept him around way longer than this. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so you sink this in and then, but here's the problem. Ionis casts watery sphere around you while you're holding Bezleth. Oh, geez. But. But he's not a vampire. I I wouldn't. It only. It only affects you the way water would affect a normal person or way a watery sphere would affect you, which is to say... So what? this is your proof. Yeah. Get me out of this. Goddamn. God I, I dispel it. He will not trouble us. We have larger things to consider. Snowbick. And I, Snowbik, I start stop. tromping back to the door. Stop, Snowbick. We don't have time for this, Ionis. You lost control. Did the water affect you at all? We don't have time for this, Ionis. Uh, do you have fangs? I'm, and I walk over to the door. Just touch it with your tongue. Come on, answer the man. <laughs> I walk over to the door. And I think about how what I most want in this entire world is to find out what is controlling Filnir. I think... Focus all of my mind and my intention and my emotion on it. This is the thing that I want most in my life is to confront the thing that is inside his brain. All right. And I step through the door. Okay. You step through and you're back in the throne room. Fuck. <laughs> and and your your dear friend, the 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 Admiral of the Navy. Oh, God, what's his name? Wassenbeck. Wassenbeck <laughs> is, is standing at the door and he says, uh, Good gracious, uh, Your Majesty, I, 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 I didn't see you and now I couldn't hold her back anymore. And the doors slam open and Bezalith Lultul comes in and she's carrying two babies on her breasts and she walks in and she says Schnobick, you cannot hide in here with your generals and your admirals the ladies are here for tea and you are expected to join and thus ends <laughs> episode 93 every war must end the Dad's podcast. what a turn <laughs> <laughs> what a turn wow <laughs> So many problems solved in one episode. (laughs) (laughs) And yet new ones created. And yet new ones created. (laughs) Damn. Man, I barely got to play crazy. I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I had something else totally ready for you. Like, I was ready for you to go in more than anybody else. Maybe next time. Um, well, that's, I mean, we have been led to believe that's like crossing the streams. Right. I mean, right. I, yes. That seems like something is. only desperate men do. Exactly. <laughs> or crazy ones. We're getting I mean, there, though. You told me you were going to go in, and I was like, really? I was really? thinking about it. And then. That pull. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be funny if you hear a large detonation. <laughs> This has been every war must end. From the <laughs> it's almost Thank eighty-nine, you guys right? For coming along with us on this journey—it's been a great few years. Yeah, 
Yeah. You walk His in. His brain will self-destruct. And it's so weird because you look down and you realize you're a drug dealer and you've just walked into a bodega and a small <laughs> child stands there with a gun next to your face. <laughs> this is the end of if you're not re- re- remembering, this is the end of that's that's how I want Phil near to go. Oh, wow. Um, wow. <laughs> nice. Spoilers for the spoilers. Yeah. Seriously. Fellas. I bonus time. Bonus time. I bonus can't time. Wait to listen yeah, to this. We're again. gonna go to the bonus. Tim, cut that <laughs> spoiler, and we'll see you guys back <laughs> in a couple of weeks. And the spoiler's just gonna be beep. Yeah, you yeah. walk into a bodega, beep, this and then is the beep, end of beep beep beep. <laughs> and this is the end of beep. Spoilers for the beep. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to talk about. If you want to hear us talk about it on the bonus, subscribe to the Patreon because yep. it's awesome. Patreon.com awesome. slash Dungeon Dads. All right, later on. To the loop. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls.